Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. One o'clock hour, Cody and Gold on a Tuesday in Kansas City, home of the back-to-back Super Bowl champion Chiefs. 2.30 today, again, Royals press conference to announce their downtown stadium site. That'll be live during the drive with CDOT. And uh, I'm surprised CDOT hasn't walked in the studio yet. Yeah, his text line. Ears are burning. Text line's not, not a good uh-huh. look for him right now. Not a good look. We C- didn't even talk about the fact that. So Carrington showed to Radio Row on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, he was going to be in town for Vegas for the weekend. Came by Radio Row to do his show on Friday. Brought a date. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Am to I say, allowed right? to talk about that? On the I don't know. Yeah, you brought, know, he we, brought we, a. I'm not going to go on beyond that. Yeah, but he brought a date. I think it's fair to ask him about it. I, I already yeah. know who she is. I oh. met her when when we went to Weston. Oh, 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 how long wow. ago did you go to Weston? Oh, this was uh, October. November. No, November. Wait, did Carrington bring November. his girlfriend? Wait, so he's known her since October. Oh, we're getting into his business now. He's not going to be happy. Yeah, it's what? a friend. It's, uh, I think, it's a radio. It's a friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, he I know. showed we, up to Radio Row. That's true. Her. Once you bring someone friend? to work, it as becomes... As far as I know, that's fair. It is. she is a friend of Carrington's. As far as I know, I don't know anything else. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to speak on his business. Huh. I think that's fair. I it's like speaking to, on people's business. We're, that's we're, a question we, you have to ask Carrington. We are, uh, see, on our show, it's, uh, it's, it's an we're open book. We're an open book. Other shows, not so much. Other shows, maybe not as much. But you're right. The minute that you bring someone to a work in a work capacity, it becomes a little more public. It becomes it's Cody and Gold businesses, and we're discussing what we saw. Right. I didn't say he had to come on this show and describe the nature of his. Although relationship. I would love that if he's I'm listening. Wildly speculating instead. Yeah, if, if he wants to come in studio, that would be terrific. I went through five, invitation. eight, six, seven, six, ten. I saw in the commercial break that NFL Films are going to release the mic'd up stuff tonight. Yes. Can't wait. Yes. For obvious reasons. Travis Kelsey is one of the players who was mic'd up. The video they shared in order to promote it is him and Taylor Swift hugging after the game. Yeah. And she said, I can't believe you did that. And he said, was it electric? That's what he asked her. And she said, it was like, it was amazing or whatever. Right. Great video to tease out the thing. I was going well, back. Swifties to like, are going to go nuts. Over oh, that yeah. thing. On Saturday, that whole thing came out where Travis Kelsey gave a speech, and I swear to God, the words they were using in that report was moved to tears. And what Travis Kelsey had to say to the team the Saturday night before, I asked Travis about it. He kind of underplayed it and said it was more about how they're not underdogs and no one should treat him as such. I asked a couple of other yeah, players Chris in post-game about asked it too. Him as well, yeah. And I guess just for the fun part of they won it, 
How much does that move the needle? Like when a player stands up and speaks in front of the team and it actually is motivational, what percentage does this move the needle in the Chiefs' favor? Enough that they get the overtime win? Or is it just one of those, it's a nice story that Travis said something motivational. I assume everyone gives a speech, but the question is, Who's doing a better job in that scenario? Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll hear it, and I'm, I'm sure it was epic. But as far as is that why they won the game? Okay, I, it, it sounds good. Uh, it certainly doesn't hurt. It certainly motivates the team and all that. I mean, I think it was more about the continue. Based off of asking some of the players when we were there, it, it sounded like it was more reminder, like what Mahomes said at the podium that Kansas City's never underdogs. It sounded like it was more of that, which was a reminder, like we're not the underdogs, and like don't remember, let them know who talk about us that way. I, I which, think by that, the way is interesting because we. We did nothing but like talk about how they were probably playing that underdog card. I know, up. I know. Well, they were using it to their strength. They're saying they're calling us underdogs. Mm-hmm. We're never an underdog. They're still using Same it, thing. just using it differently. Uh, no, I'm looking. The mic'd up Super Bowl stuff is always. I mean, the NFL Films does an incredible job with that. I remember uh, not only after last year's, but the one against the 49ers. That to me was one of the better mic'd up uh, of the three Super Bowl of the two at Make the time. Kittle Super really like, I believe. Yeah, they still so lost. I'll be curious what what that's like to see Kittle mic'd up on, on the flip side. But also, you know, do you get the mic'd up at all? And was he mic'd up when he had the interaction with Andy as well? I'm wondering if the NFL leaves that in or if that gets axed, uh, if that gets cut out of it from the, the editors. But I would love to know the exact conversation that t- t- was, t- was taking place uh, with Kelsey and, and Andy, even if it now doesn't really matter as much. No, yeah, I, I do. Um, I don't know if they'll show it. Normally, they're... It's still NFL films. Yeah. They still try to protect players to some point. I think Andy said he just came up and said he should have left him in. They would have scored. I imagine it wasn't as. He wanted basic. to be in the block on the. He wanted. They had a backup tight end in. I think it was Noah Gray, maybe, or it was Blake Bell. I can't I remember. remember. Yeah. But the block got missed. Pacheco eventually fumbled the ball. And at the moment, that felt like probably one of the plays we were going to come in here, Gold, and talk about as being the reason why they lost, right? There were like a couple of plays, but that would have absolutely been one. Because that had been their chance to take a lead, get a little control, go up. So, you know, like, because they had just gotten the ball on the fumble anyway after McCaffrey had let it go. And it felt like that was a huge momentum shift. And that was the case. I just didn't know if you thought it moved the needle at all. That's all. I am. The mic'd up stuff is going to be great, I'm sure. It's always fun. Especially when your team was in the Super Bowl. It's yeah. Not oh, real interested in yeah, watching yeah, it. Yeah. When, no. I'll be honest. If the Chiefs would have lost, I would have zero interest in watching 49ers mic'd up stuff for crying out loud. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Probably wise. Also, does that, can someone answer this question? We know they always come up with like the Super Bowl DVD and I'm still confused. There's got to be just, just a digital thing you can buy now, right? By now, like, who, who's because I know even the last year Super Bowl you could still buy the DVD of it or Blu-ray. Sorry, we got to have a digital only version, correct? Where I can buy the full the whole thing, just a digital copy. I can just have stored on my Fire Stick or something. You and think so? Other than YouTube, I get it. I can find clips. You just like DVR what you it. buy. You buy it off like. Well, the... I have it DVR'd, but I'm talking about they have the special. The Super Bowl ones, the mic'd up mixed with the game, and that's where it's like great. you buy it on the iTunes Store or something like yeah. that. That's exactly right. That's what I was kind of talking about. I mean, I'll just watch the next one next year, you know? No, but it's the mic'd up stuff from this year, man. I'm not talking about, I, I watched NFL Network twice yesterday. I can watch the game. That's not a problem. I have that DVR'd forever now. But I'm talking about the one where it's mixed with the mic'd up segment. The reason why I'll you buy the Catch those on social pay. media. Yeah, but that's clips. You uh, watch it for 60 minutes in its entirety. It's only good for one year. The Chiefs will win the Super Bowl again, and then what? How Wait, many well, Super Bowls you, you back do you about, go? You, you forget about the prior Super Bowls? You don't ever talk? We, on this show, we, we never talk, talk about them, but I'm not going talk, back to watch them mic'd up. You've never gone back to watch the last 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl on the, the special? 
No. Sounds like you just got used to winning them, Cody, so you don't worry about the previous ones. You just go on to the next one. That might put me in the minority. I'm not saying that. In the summertime when I'm football starved, I've absolutely gone back and watched the Mike Dub stuff from any of the Super Bowls. If I catch it on social, yeah. The the Bucs one, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. Cody's just worried about the next one. He doesn't care about the previous ones. It just... You know, you're looking ahead to number four, I guess. Someone so. from the 816, do you get a chance to appreciate any of those commercials yet? Nope. 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 I, I, heard I saw only one highlights of like three. There were some. It, there were it, a couple tell me the ones to watch, text line. Yeah, Drew. 913-586-7610. The, the Duncan That's one was the very one. popular. I saw that one with Ben Affleck. Well, I saw people talking about it. I haven't seen I the saw commercial. The clip. It showed yeah. up on social. There's a four-minute extended cut that just got released that people are talking about of that. I haven't watched okay. it fully. Yeah. There, there were a lot of movie uh, unveilings. Throughout, okay. uh, I'll which, be honest. I'm disappointed that they're remaking Twister. It's a perfect movie. There's no reason yeah. to change it. Accurate take. I'm with you. Um, so I saw that. I may. I guess maybe there's. <laughs> I'm a, sensing that the commercials weren't that I great. I was going to say I, I, they, they haven't, haven't been great in a long of, time. Uh, they haven't been great in a long time. Let's I think I saw that there was a Michael Sarah one for Sarah V or something, but I don't, I don't even know what that was about. I didn't see that one. There was a, a Bud Light one that was okay with Post Malone, um, and it of course, God, there was there so was, was the T-Mobile commercial. Was good. Yeah. My 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 wife didn't like it because she she likes the 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 one that they've been using up until this one that came out. She she the, Wait, the song is very catchy. She oh, did not she like likes the, the old T Mobile. Yes, she likes the old T Mobile. <laughs> she was she was not a fan of it. T Mobile classic. <laughs> She's an originalist. Uh, there there were there were one or two other ones that that, that I thought were good. Oh, they had an E Trade Baby commercial. I love the E Trade Baby uh, commercials. Wait, they um, brought back the E-Trade, baby? Yeah, they were, they were oh, playing pickleball. Good. That was a classic back in 1999 or whatever. It wasn't that that long ago. E-Trade, baby? What year do you think? What year do you? I mean, I might be there off. Was like a, there was like a 2007 one where they're talking about the golf clubs, uh, Frank's Golf Clubs. It had to be. T- it wasn't 19. I, I remember the commercial. It wasn't in the 90s. I'll scroll through a list of the ones that are worth watching. I have yet... It was it was oh eight. I extended oh, it a little okay. bit. It was oh eight. Someone says the NFL YouTube commercial was funny. Eh. Um, some Christopher Walken one they're claiming was good. Someone said no idea what they're advertising though. So so good you didn't know what they were advertising. <laughs> that is that's a problem. I think I feel like that it that, wasn't that good. That's a problem, isn't it? Normally, we to my knowledge we didn't we didn't get a a Budweiser one though at all. I don't think we didn't we didn't get really? a Dorito we didn't we didn't get a Doritos one. Um, Some of the classics. Someone man. says the yeah. grandma and Doritos wasn't bad. Someone said there the there was a Doritos. One. Maybe yeah. I missed it then. I might have been. I might have been. You were watching <laughs> Joe Burrow highlights no, while was, Mahomes was playing. I was running to the restroom or something. Something. Like something. Yeah, man. No, I, yeah, the, the Super Bowl commercial stuff. I haven't answered the, the direct question. I haven't really. People are mentioning a bunch. I guess I need to do it. There, there, there were more good ones. I think in terms of just watching it and, and liking the commercial. More than I guess the last five years, where you watching like, oh, these aren't that good. Now people are mentioning things that weren't even about the commercial. They're asking about Drake. That was a completely different. I guess I didn't. I didn't see the clip, but there was a rumor about a video involving Drake. What? Look, I I can't. I don't know that I can accurately explain this. No, 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 no. You there was Drake and a snake. What are we talking about here? Chris Jones. Um, oh, that's it. That's, that's, all, that's all you need that's to know. That's a great way to say it. You know, Chris Jones. Um, he had he had a video of himself accidentally leak out. Is that Oregon? Reportedly, yes. Yes. Oh, during um, the Super Bowl? No, this uh, happened before. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it was, uh, like, it was a, like over. It was like a day. But it was like Saturday. How did we not hear about this? We were living in our own. Well, world. I heard about it. That's and, why I'm telling you. Well, no, but at the time you said it broke on Thursday or Saturday. We were in Vegas. I didn't. 
Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember when I saw the headline on it or anything like that. I'm just. Was a, that was a story that was so, out there. Yeah, I must have really not been paying attention because there was a Budweiser commercial, according to the text line. I, I missed the two ones that are, are, the Clydesdales. are great. They had Clydesdales walk you through the, one of the sports books, which was pretty oh, hilarious. I love the Clydesdales. In Vegas. South Point. Oh, really? South Point. And one of the books called South Point, our hotel casino South Point, had Clydesdales walk through the sports book. I couldn't tell if they had someone standing and walking right behind the horse on the way to make sure they didn't have to pick up anything. I'm starting to wonder if you even watched, watched it at all. Someone says Doritos was about the... Dynamita chips, which, by the way, we saw a slot machine for cool. at the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. it was kind of neat, Drew. They oh, had, it was literally like a chip slot machine. Yeah, nice. outside the Super Bowl is like a food truck, but three different slots, and you, if you hit, you know, obviously jackpot or whatever, you got bags <laughs> of Doritos that would come out. It's kind of smart marketing. Yeah, oh, I liked it. Did you? Cody sent out a photo of this real quick. Now we're just going way off topic. Who cares? Uh, the, the Cheetos uh, Chapel on right outside of New York, New oh, York. Yeah. I saw that. Right outside New York, New York on the Strip. They were like real, like couple actual couples were getting married inside of the Cheetos Chapel. <laughs> okay, just saying. Uh, I mean, what? What's dude, the if you're gonna there? get married in Vegas, getting married at the Cheetos Chapel makes for a pretty good story. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. There's got to be a backstory though. Why you picked the Cheetos Chapel? I saw Maggie and Perloff nah. went to a wedding because it was there. Why didn't we that? They that? went to a wedding. Yeah, they showed. There was a video. They they showed Damn, it to a wedding, uh, a wedding at the little Vegas chapel. That was a missed opportunity mm-hmm. by us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uh, couch potato one was a good one. Whose Te- was that? Text line mentioned for that. chips or for what? Like days. Uh, That's I, what I was thinking. I don't. <laughs> I don't even remember who it was for. But it was again uh, not that good. <laughs> if you guys can't remember who they're at, everybody was dressed up as. Seems like it's a problem. It defeats the purpose. Pluto TV was who it was for. Oh no! Right. Yes. Yes. For for people for couch potatoes who just sit TV there can afford a and, Super Bowl ad? and it's free TV yeah free mo- movies and all that stuff yeah everybody said number one was the Duncan commercial I, I, that's that's definitely yeah Duncan was the popular one that does seem to be the theme back to the to the game yeah, there you go <laughs> let's get off of this <laughs> um there's a lot of obvious stories from this run and from this particular game what what's the most underrated thing you don't think is getting discussed enough, whether it's a player, whether it's just something this team has done. I think it was the offensive line play specifically in the postseason. Um, they had their problems at tackle all year. I mean, they were the number one penalized group in the NFL. Jawan Taylor has been the most penalized player in the NFL over the last four years. Nick Bosa said they hold a lot when asked his first impression mm-hmm. over what the offensive line did. They had zero holding penalties. None. They did not run the ball well. They got beat there a little bit on the offensive line. Mahomes didn't get pressured a ton. He had time. Had time to get the offense off. It eventually all worked. I thought in the second half, they played so much better than the first, where there was even less pressure. I thought the first half pressure played a factor. And then in the other postseason games, they played their best four-game stretch of the season. If it weren't for the offensive line, bringing their play up here late, I'm not sure they're Super Bowl champs. I thought it was a really underrated part of the story. And for as much as they've done this, I know we keep talking about, and I'm not saying defensive line is absolutely a need. Tackles probably a need wide receiver, a need, right? I'm not, I'm not denying those things from the team. They seemingly survived them all with stop gaps. They made stop caps work at wide receiver stop gaps. Again, work at tackle stop, you know, like I, well, that's where Brett Veach, they're I mean, so good at Brett, that. Brett Veach gets not a ton of credit off the street. Yeah. I mean, they nothing guys deep down the roster, you know, deep down the roster that they came up with big time impact plays throughout the entire season. And during the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, Dion Bush had the huge interception. You mentioned Mike Pinnell, who once again against the 49ers in the Super Bowl ends up coming up with some, some big time plays. He was great. 
I mean, you just go down the down the list of, of some individuals. As much as everybody was frustrating, uh, frustrated during the season for not getting a big name receiver because of the the struggles there, there were plenty of other areas on the roster where they found some diamonds in the rough that really helped them. Uh, Drew Tranquil, Mike Edwards, the two that really come to mind from an entire season yeah. standpoint. I agree with you on the O line from underrated. I mean, I, that is why their offense played better for for much of the postseason. They got A level performances for the most part from the offensive line for the first time all year. They got that for four straight games going back to the Dolphins. That Dolphins wild card negative 25 degree game feels like ages ago, by the way. But that's how it all started. It was against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, For me, the underrated, it's an individual player that I think here in Kansas City, we've all recognized from really halfway through his rookie season after missing the first six due to an injury into the Arizona field. I'm talking about Trent McDuffie. I think he's the fact that he had that for a reason, had that performance uh, in the Super Bowl just kind of solidifies how he is going to be viewed the rest of his career and what he is, which is a shutdown corner. I know Sneed's got been getting plenty of national love. McDuffie deserves just as much. He had some yeah. just perfect, you know, some plays over perfection in terms of coverage. There were some uh, highlights where he was running Debo's route for him, essentially. Like he knew where Debo was going Walked before him. Debo was going there. I mean, it was impressive, really impressive. If stuff. you made me guess another player of the ones that we already know are auto hall of famers, right? Like I think, I think it's a done deal that Chris Jones will be a Hall of Famer. I think it's a done deal that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey be Hall of Famer. And Andy. So there's four. And Andy. If you made me guess the player I would next guess is a Hall of Famer, it would be Trent McDuffie. This is a great mm. two-year start to his career. Wow. The interceptions hurt him because he doesn't have any yet. Yeah. But he is that good. Here's a stat from our friend of the show, Mina Kimes, to back up your statement. Trent McDuffie was the most targeted player in the entire Super Bowl. So they threw at him the most. Out of any of the available corners, he allowed a passer rating of 39.6. That is as low as you are possibly allowed to allow. You're not allowed. There's no zero in this game. 39.6 is essentially zero. So nothing. He allowed nothing. He was the most targeted defensive back and allowed nothing. You couldn't get a completion on him. He just broke up every pass. Everything his way was incomplete. They, he could not have done a better job while being the single most the single most targeted. Also, as someone points out with Joe Tooney, kudos, by the way, to Nick Allegretti for coming in there and stepping in yeah. for a couple of games in place of Joe Tooney and holding down the fort. You know? Like, it. look, they had four of their five starters. There's no doubt about it. But good for him for holding down the fort. No, Allegretti was was fantastic in, in the role they asked him to fill with Joe Tooney being out. I mean, Joe Tooney's an all-pro for a reason, so... You're not saying that uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter, but Nick Allegretti put together the type of performance where it did for a little while make you forget that he was a backup, right? And that's a credit to what he was able to do in order to win Super Bowls. It turned you know we make everything about just the the big three, and that, there's a reason for that. But yeah, usually on runs to Super Bowls, there are plenty Unsung of pieces heroes. and underrated storylines and players that have to come up big and. While it doesn't mean that the criticism towards MVS even and McCall Hardman at times isn't warranted. Give those guys credit. MVS in particular throughout the playoffs. He had some big time catches. He had a touchdown in the Super Bowl for crying out loud. And McCall Hardman was injured, wasn't even on this team in, in, in training camp and ends up coming up with a walk-off touchdown catch. I understand he was wide open. It was playing design, play design, but still you got to catch the football. He gets all the, all the credit for that. Even Justin Watson. I mean, being able to make a play when your number's called. 
throughout the playoffs had a big third down conversion yeah. in the AFC t- in the AFC title game. If I remember correct, it was a it was a third and long and had a big catch. And you know, I think the special teams too. I know that obviously Harrison Butker throughout the entire season yeah. has been a go to guy. But I mean, Tommy Townsend had a cannon of a punt. Uh, Townsend had a great game. Game. He had a sixty was a sixty two yarder. Yeah, it, he had a bomb. He stepped up. Tommy Townsend's only on a one-year deal, right? When his final year, they restructure something. Uh, yeah, same thing. Right. They're gonna have the highest-paid specialist. On well, that's both why you can't usually do both. That's what I'm right? saying. I know it's way down the list of concerns going forward. Uh, but uh, but yes, I, I, it's very. I, I don't think you want to have the highest-paid kicker and highest-paid punter on your roster while having the highest-paid quarterback. That seems like a not a great long-term strategy. I mean, he, even down the line, punt coverage, getting the muffed punt and recovering it, the blocked field goal. Yeah, I mean, in every single area, they you could say they got an A+. plus. Yeah, you could just say special teams as an underrated yeah. storyline, specifically in that game, but that was the biggest game. The Super Bowl itself. Man, I was trying to decide if I, like, stretch this out. I had that conversation, but I just said for the dynasty. What's the most underrated storyline for what made them a dynasty? It's a lot harder because... No, it's not over yet either. The team, yeah, and the team's nowhere... The, like, the number of players on this team versus the first one they won is, like, six. So unless I'm going to say James Winchester managing out the three rings as being the underrated dynasty part, I got another wrong with James. Hey, it was a high snap. Great hold by Tommy Townsend. Really incredible hold, Tommy actually. Tommy did save him on that one. That yeah. was a big-time hold. It really was. It was a big-time hold to get it down in time for, for Butker to drill the, the longest field goal kick in NFL history. That thing, bar- that I thing didn't know. get high at all. Well, no, by, by design. It. But I think I think he was he purposely thought he needed to go line drive maybe for distance. I don't know. He, was ma- he made a 70-yarder in warm-ups, though. Um, it didn't look like it was going in, is, I'll be honest. I'm glad you Bink texted me about this because he was freaking out during the show. And he saw NFL Network's been pushing out this the incorrect Harrison Butker stat the entire day. It's driving Bink crazy. He was texting me about it. Uh, What's the stat? Because they keep saying that he was two for two from 50 yards. No, that was Moody was two for two from 50. Butker had the one 50-yarder, right? And for whatever reason, it's because Kyle Brandt said it this morning on NFL Network. And so the NFL Network's been pushing out this graphic, the same one Mahomes retweeted. And it says he was two made two fifty plus yard field goals, which is just not right. But it's just who cares? He I, I made love the longest the fact, one. I love the fact that you know Bink's all over these. Bink loves he'll be quick. He loves when when the national guys get the wrong stat. That's how I know some of the national guys are wrong. Bink will be like, "Hey, I saw so and so tweet out this stat. You know that's just not right." Bink's always got the facts. I, I that's what I that's one of the many things I love about Bink. Awesome. Because why does the NFL and everyone say he made two from fifty? It was just one, and it was the graphic uh, that. That's clearly from the NFL. Well, yeah, it is from the NFL. Who cares? <laughs> Give him credit for another 50. That's that, right. He's, been, he's been awesome, man. He has been awesome. It's not like it's disingenuous to the level of players. No, I think I saw no. that one, too. I guess in my head, he also had made two from 50. This is the first time hearing he only made one. How long were the other ones? <laughs> not sure. I don't care. He's great. <laughs> All right. Missed two kicks the entire year. Zero yeah. extra points. That was a perfect season. Remember when that used to be a problem for him? Just about perfect. I don't know how. I mean, best kicker. In, he's the best remember, kicker in the league. And remember, one of the missed kicks was because they underinflated the football and admitted it after the game. Yeah. Someone says maybe they mean that he's hit two in the last two Super Bowls. Maybe so. Could be. Not totally sure. I don't think we can get hung up on Harrison Butker's Oh, I'm just stats. Uh, you, were, you brought up Butker. I was just referencing No, it's good. That. He's a great player. Great run for Harrison Butker this season. Coming up next, we'll somebody get wished he was Super to, Bowl MVP so they could have gotten rich. A lot of people did. A lot of people were hoping. That's, that just reminds you why it's so difficult to ever bet on a kicker to win. Why MVP. it's a long shot? It takes such a narrow 
circumstance. It seemed simple when it got late in the game. Where it's like, wow, if the, the 49ers would just punted the ball on the overtime possession. Yeah. And then the Chiefs got a game-winning field from Butker, then he probably if is If there were the any MVP. year, this would have been the year, I yeah. think. Just given yeah. how the Chiefs played all year long and how Butker had a couple of games with multiple field goals, it just fit. There you go. Up next, let's get to what's trending. We'll also get back into what we expect to be announced in about an hour from now with the Royals downtown stadium site right here on 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. We know tomorrow we got a parade in downtown Kansas City. It'll start at 11 o'clock. The rally at Union Station right around 1245 or so. It's the same path and route we're used to in Kansas City. You know, we kind of do this on a regular basis. We'll be broadcasting live beginning at 10 a.m. tomorrow at 20th in Grand. That's Hotel Indigo. So if you want to come on by, they'll have their hotel lobby opened up. Uh, the bar will be there. Some uh, some snacks, water, and stuff in there. Uh, so if you're thinking about trying to map out yourself where you're going to be, if you want to say hello, 20th in Grand. We'll have a table set up right there broadcasting throughout the entire day. You'll hear the uh, rally portion also from Union Station on 610 Sports Radio. We expect that to happen around 1 o'clock or so. Boss obviously didn't think I was drinking. The other boss didn't think I was drinking too much on the trip. Came by and brought us beers. Yeah, these are cool, at man. At 1.30 on a, you know, on a Tuesday. Yeah, these are. So we, we put Not out just a, any beers, I guess. Yeah, we put out a photo of these. The limited edition Bud Light Chiefs Super Bowl aluminum bottle. You can visit bars along the parade route tomorrow. Select bars around Kansas City for your chance to get one of these before they are officially sold out. And also uh, at your local grocery store convenience and liquor stores, not till the end of March. So uh, oh, the wow. parade route stuff, wow. these, these will be the, some of the beers you'll see on the parade route from, from the players, right? So it's, it's the Bud Light cans. And yeah, anytime you get a little bottle, a limited edition that actually has Super Bowl 58 with the, the Roman numeral champions on the side, if you want to see what they look like, we put it out on our Should individual. Drink it drink it? Uh, I'm not opening it currently, um, but I, I did put out a photo out. At Alex Gould on Twitter, at Cody B. Tap. Next up on what's trending, Kansas losing last night, 79-50 to to Texas Tech. Got absolutely wrecked on the road. Look, this has been a weird season for Kansas, I would say, overall, in which they've lost way more Big 12 games 
than anyone would have anticipated. They're not going to win the Big 12 this year. I feel pretty confident in saying that. They're not going to be a one seed even probably like they have been in previous years. Right now, it's shaping up to be one of those disappointing Kansas years where they end up being on the, I mean, typically they're a one or two seed, but maybe a little bit worse than that this year, depending on the Big 12 play. They're injured. They can't get it together. They got wrecked last night at Texas Tech. Yeah, it was an awful game. Awful performance. McCullers hurt. They were beat up, tired, worn down. The grind of, of the Big 12 season, uh, we wondered what impact that would have on all these teams come tournament it's time. It prepares you, yes, but you wonder if it's going to wear these teams down by the time. Like, there's the flip side. Usually we praise the Big 12, like, it prepares you for March, right? And I think there's truth to that. But you almost wonder, is are we going to be talking about Big 12 teams? If, you know, if, the, if any teams from the Big 12 were to struggle in the tournament, a lot of them, not just KU, uh, you would wonder if that impact actually is, is the reverse effect. Is it, is it hurting these teams? I don't know yet. That The story hasn't been told yet. Uh, but I'll be curious to see how that goes. Next up on What's Trending, less than an hour from now, right here on 610 Sports Radio, we'll head out to Kauffman Stadium. It'll be on during the drive. Royals are going to officially announce where the downtown ballpark is officially going to be located. What it's going to look like. What it's going to look like. A lot of renderings are going to come out. More details. I think there's plenty of questions still. You and I were going through those. We'll, we'll, we'll pick that back up here after what's trending. Uh, but you'll hear from John Sherman. Uh, Bob Kendrick's expected to be a presenter. Kathy Nelson. Multiple. I think there's six or seven. Brooke Sherman. There's like six or seven individuals that will speak this afternoon at 2.30 about uh, finally where the new ballpark is going to be. I did see, we mentioned in that Super Bowl, the most watched Super Bowl ever. Is that what CBS put out last night? Yeah, By I think way, so. Not bad. Next up on Watch Training, you might have followed this news story. I wanted to give an update because it's good. Police have made an arrest in a theft and destruction of a Jackie Robinson statue in Wichita. The statue been up for a long time. It became a national story a couple of weeks ago when it was stolen and then destroyed, which is really heinous thing to do in general but they've made an arrest and charged with someone over felony theft and criminal damage to property over this case you can see it up at espn.com but it is a really reassuring thing they donated and a lot of people donated a ton of money to replace that statue but it's good to know that maybe they finally caught this individual yeah so i I, when i was working in wichita this organization had just started so bob lutz long time uh, sports writer for the wichita eagle and he does sports radio in Wichita, so I don't claim to be friends necessarily directly with him, but I, I know of Bob work, and, and uh, worked alongside him. And this this organization started up. He's doing great things in the community there and, and saw that story. So, yeah, you can still – I actually did donate. You could, they're encouraging people to donate $42, obviously, for Jackson Robinson to do that. And, and they've had support from Major League Baseball teams and major, in the major leagues around this. Uh, so hate, hate to see the, the news of, of the destruction of it, but it has, as you said – been neat to see the support that has yes. come forward for this because it's providing youth baseball and educational opportunities in the Wichita area and possibly caught the individual yeah know, responsible and it says more damage. arrests expected so it sounds like this was a group of individuals yeah. that were just trying to scrap it make money off the bronze of the statue and all that and unfortunately the sculptor of the beautiful statue uh, I think has since passed away so that's also why and I think Bob Luce was friends with that image so there's a personal connection to it all yeah. anyway uh, so yeah glad to see uh, that they did catch the individual allegedly scrap who, who metal, did that yeah. scrap metal yeah people are desperate man lastly on what's trending ESPN and the college football playoff have agreed to a six-year 7.8 billion dollar rights extension pending the college football playoff resolving some outstanding issues that's according to the athletic just massive amounts of money no surprise expanded college football playoff field new anytime TV. you see these numbers and you're like are you TV deals. like i don't know what these college kids get this money excuse yeah. me sir espn is getting ready to give the sports 7.8 
billion dollars for six years. But I ain't getting a decade for $7.8 billion. Yeah, I think college athletes can pay whatever. <laughs> when I see them like rolling up, they're like, hey, new college football guy has a new dealer with the Lambo dealership. I'm like, good for that guy, dude. Absolutely. He, did, he shouldn't have to drive a 90, 1992 Toyota Tercel while, you know, receiving 1,200 yards for LSU. That was George's QB getting a Lambo. Yeah. Oh, was that who it was? Carson Beck, yeah. I couldn't remember who it was. And I just remember seeing not, a photo. Not to mention, <laughs> we, we see all the time these buyouts for these coaches and hirings and firings and the, the amount of money that suddenly they can come up with. And I understand that we're talking about donors, not necessarily the athletic department. And don't forget the athletic departments are separate entities from the universities on purpose. Uh, when it comes to, it's a lot a different lot than 1980 than 1994. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Schefter just sent out a clip. I'm okay. going to have to probably watch it later. And? Um, it's from his podcast. Quote from the tweet, former Broncos quarterback John Elway presented the Vince Lombardi yes, trophy to his Thank former you, rival Kansas City Chiefs before discussing his greatness of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. So obviously he's a couple, but it was kind of, you know. I mean, I love that. He was on stage with the Chiefs <laughs> and he walked the Lombardi trophy. That's like the weirdest to person the to be on stage helping walk the Lombardi trophy to the Chiefs. Yeah, that, that's what it is. If it was any other, like, former grade, if, you know, you, ah, totally you, you pick whatever other yeah, Hall of Famer. I mean, the only weird ones in this game would have been Joe Montana and Elway. <laughs> right? Other than that, or it was Steve Young. Yeah, sure. Like, other yeah, than it's got to just yeah. be literally former 49ers <laughs> or John Elway. Other than that, it literally wouldn't have been a weird moment. It'd be less weird if it was Philip Rivers. Sure. Well, yeah, he's, it's got to be a Hall of Famer, though. Yeah. It'd be like Michael Irvine. Irvine. Might be Hall of Famer. Famer. I know people don't like it, but he might end up in the Hall he of Fame one be. day. He's the Hall of Very Good. They don't have that, but if there was a Hall of Very Good or Hall of Nearly Hall of Famer. So Matt Ryan's not in you then, correct? Say again? So Matt Ryan is not in Matt there, Matt Ryan correct? won an MVP. He was, he was there, though. He yeah. was. There. He, was. He, he was at the game working yeah, for CBS. Now somebody's just tweeting about, texting about stuff that we were at, talking about way earlier. Like an so. hour ago. Some people are getting um, caught yeah. up on the show. That's yeah, the beautiful that's thing about the Odyssey app. When it works, you know, you can go back and, and listen to the show. I wish the Odyssey, Odyssey internet would work. Yeah. That's what I wish. Mm. Oh, well, that's because that's why the stream is down. Uh-huh. Or at least I think that's part so of the problem. Dan Marino would have been worse. How? No, no, I disagree. In we're what talking way? About the, we're talking about the Chiefs, like, the awkwardness connection for that Troy person. Troy Aikman would have been funny. That would have been funny, yes. Yeah. Matt Marino would have been. been not, no. I don't care. Any, any. I saw Dan Marino any rival of the Chiefs having to hand them a trophy is hilarious. Like I don't, I don't want one day down the road Travis Kelsey to walk out the trophy to the Las Vegas Raiders in twenty five years. Yeah, that'd be weird. I don't want that happening. No, pass. <laughs> or Mahomes, same thing. Or Mahomes, yeah. I don't want ever. I don't. Ne- I never want to see that scene. No, no. Good news. Listen, it's a long ways away. Yeah, the Raiders aren't winning anything anytime soon. Anyway, so. no, they stink. Have no quarterback. That's so unless they're going to quarterback what, this year, they're screwed. What are you guys expecting here in less than an hour? Royals are going to hold that press conference. They're going to announce their downtown site. All the reports, including from the KC Star, suggesting that it will be the Crossroads site, which is where everything was trending recently. So the old KC Star Pavilion. And, yeah, you know, I love to see the renderings. It gets people excited. We already know about some other projects that are happening in the area that they can maybe tie this into, most notably. Yeah. Uh, you won't be able to see the highway eventually on 670, uh, which is going to be awesome. Uh, that will actually space. add a lot, right? That's there. gonna that's gonna be done before the stadium's done. I is one thing right before we know for sure. Like this is the site. This is the like not any more of these gold. Like hey, this could be the site. This is a possible site. I'm always a little nervous. What if I don't like the stadium design? <laughs> 
I know that sounds crazy, but every no, once in a while, dude, we see these stadium renderings and we're like, oh. From, oh. Baseball stadiums are hard to screw up. They are. In, in, from any Do you ex- think there'll be a crown included in it? Crown vision? I thought they already said, again, things have changed. I thought at one point it was noted yeah, so that. So told us it was going to be the East Village side, I, I or at least they indicated that. I know that at case. one point they said it would take up too much real estate for what they want to do. I, again, that can change. That's We're all going to see the renderings together coming up in less than an hour. None of us have seen it. Um, so I guess don't say no, but they had already kind of in the previous versions. Hinted at. Hinted that maybe that wasn't uh, actually going to happen. I will automatically, before it even comes out, you ask, what if I hate the renderings? <laughs> I will say this, no matter, I don't care whether we're in Kansas City, whether you're in a smaller town that's building a minor league ballpark, whether you're in the biggest city in the world. Someone will building, hate it. Well, that, yes. <laughs> there, there's sometimes, until you're actually in said new building, I don't know if you'll ever be able to give the, the, the fair opinion on it until we all in 2028 or whatever have a chance to walk into that brand new stadium and, and, and experience a game and what the sight lines are and, and all of that. That ultimately, there's going to always be individuals that don't want the downtown stadium. I kind of convince people otherwise. You, sure, that's, that's fine. We all have the right to. to we our understand opinion. why. You guys know that. Uh, I think Cody is with me on this one. Having gone to other cities with downtown baseball, I am very, very excited for what this is going to mean for those of us that are actually going to go to games. There's some of you who just won't go to games. Fine, uh, you know, if you probably haven't been out to Kauffman Stadium in a while either, if you're if you're not going. But the notion, if you're a Royals fan. I don't think the stadium is going to hinder you from actually enjoying Royals baseball. We all know what matters as a team winning or not. And if you live in Jackson County and you don't think that it should be publicly funded, great news. You get a chance to decide that in April. Yeah, April 2nd. Absolutely. The three-eighths in sales tax extension. I mean, it it really is up to you at that point. But so, look, I I anticipate um, Bob Kendrick being there because I told you I think they're going to try to – because they know they're going east now. They're going to try to make it be like, hey, look, we're going towards that direction. And really the space in between these will now be like an area that kind of, in a way, even if it's just kind of like fundamentally, it's not like all the way there, gold. Fundamentally gets these two places close together. The Negro Leagues Baseball Museum and Major League Baseball as the Royals are close. I still wonder, that site still doesn't seem like the better location. And what's weird about these renderings and the opinion we'll have on them tomorrow is you and I both agreed that out of the two renderings, the Clay County side looked cooler. They, I know more, they, they had more space to work with. Yeah, right. I they mean, did. It, it, versus downtown, it makes sense. Things are more congested. They're going to still have to, with this crossroad site, uh, deal with that in, in, in a little eminent domain uh, for, for quite a few businesses that might have to be moved. I think it was 80 plus was the mm-hmm. number we were hearing. At one point in time. And yeah, I prefer the East Village location. I have no doubt, though, they're going to do a great job with the actual look of the stadium. Renderings or not. Like, I, I, they're going to do it right. Now, are there going to be uh, different experiences, maybe inconveniences for, for certain individuals or f- that you're not used to uh, from going out to Coffin State? There's a chance of that. A- absolutely. It's a different experience. It's not as simple as just driving into a giant parking lot and parking and walking. It's going to be a little bit different. But I will be honest, w- looking at. Any project, whether it's in Kansas City or others, the, the whole parking stuff always is interesting always to me because, one, someone put together a map of downtown. There is parking. Are you going to have to walk a little bit more? It might seem like you're walking a little bit more, but at Arrowhead, we've all been for, for a baseball game versus a Chiefs game. Football is a little game. Bit different. I've walked Wait, yeah. 10 clicks to get to a Chiefs game before. When they got I'm you just parked saying, on like, the grass berm. I don't believe... 
projects of this size in what is going to be what over a two billion, two and a half billion dollar project, and in other cities when they've done project ingress and egress and traffic patterns and all like infrastructure improvements are all part of this. Like it's not they're not just plopping a stadium and saying good luck. We're not changing anything with the streets or or anything like that. That's just not how this stuff works. Yes, I no. It's <laughs> I understand it's a mix. Like earlier, someone's like propaganda. I was like, propaganda? You get to make up your own decision. I'm not telling you how to think about a stadium. Yeah, we're just giving our opinion on it. We're both been downtown, pro downtown base- baseball look, for a while. Yes. I told you I'd, li- I'd rather be funded by ownership. That would be my preference. Yeah, in a, in a per- I, think that, I think that the owner should pay for it. There. You've, I've, I've said that multiple times, <laughs> In, in a perfect world, I, I think, I don't know who wouldn't agree with that, Cody. I also do not think that that's the current arrangement they're asking for. So now you're right. asking me is on its present shape, does downtown baseball work? And what I'm telling you is a sport, downtown and baseball go really well together. It's unfortunate to me that I love both the stadiums, Arrowhead and Kaufman out there, but that for as long as they have been there, one thing they have absolutely failed at doing is developing that area to make the areas around the stadium desirable so that those two could live there forever and all those things. And yeah, it does seem a little weird, weird that Kaufman is telling you like it's time to go. And the football stadium, they're asking for the same amount of money, and they're saying, like, no, we're going to keep this thing alive. But I also think Arrowhead is a more historic venue than Kaufman's sport to sport. But that's ba- – and look, that's not Kaufman's fault. That is very specifically a baseball thing. It's the size the, of the venue. Capacity limits for concerts as well, too. Well, sure. But it's also – yes. But it's also just like, dude, in baseball, the old stadiums are like 110 years. You know, like, the old stadiums in baseball are old. Like, they've been around forever. Yeah, they got black and white videos of them, right? Kaufman's stuck even more in between than, like, Arrowhead is stuck in between historic football and modern football. I also just think, down again, I think downtown baseball fundamentally yeah. works. And then uh, you said you heard some information, perhaps, about just we don't know exactly what the tie-in will be. No, I told you. I think it's going to be tied into that 670 Park Project. I'd be surprised right. to see if it's not there. I think it'll extend down towards... The Negro Leagues Baseball that's Museum, the that's the that's, direction they're going. That's the part that I'm going to be fascinated, I so guess, again, to hear. I've seen the renderings. It's just kind of like the vibe I'm getting from the multiple people yeah. I spoke to. That's the part I'm going to be interested in because it's a mile and a half, roughly, from the Old Star site to the museum. So, like, yeah. how close, how far east, I guess, are they go, considering think, this yeah. ballpark district? That, that's what I'll be fa- – it's a 30-minute walk if you were to go to the museum from there – and it's it's a five minute car ride. So and this is where the streetcar comes into play as well in, in future expansion stuff. Not necessarily to the museum. I'm just saying in just in general getting in general, you know, area. you you park at the river market and you take a streetcar to the ball game. Well, I was talking you know, about whatever. that for the parade yes. tomorrow, maybe. Yeah. And I don't think other people would be outside of that. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think that that will come as part of the some of the equation here for getting people in and out of that space and how it works. I know that that seems like a lot. A mile and a half is nothing in cityscape. That's not that much space. And in most, and this is this goes down to you and I talking, but if you've ever complained about the traffic in Kansas City, you're like, we don't even have traffic. There's just cars on the road. Yeah, if you've lived in if you've lived, you lived in, in a city Houston, with traffic. I, I was in Houston for for about two years. That that's some traffic. That's some traffic. Yeah. Not that I want that here, by the way, obviously. That's the point isn't to say like, oh, give us more. Please. The point is it They'll tell their plan at 2.30. There'll be questions. There'll be more questions than what we get answers for, right? I'm, but excited I'm excited to see what the plan is. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's what uh, at 2.30 we'll, we'll get a chance to see, and I'm sure they'll have 
look, usually renderings don't look terrible, so it's not like it's not like they put ever. You know, they're not putting out. So it's gonna look. It, look, it's gonna look great, and there will be plenty of questions that come. As long as it doesn't look like that good. barn down in Houston, Houston. or uh, Arlington. Sorry, the freaking the freaking Menards. Just as yeah, long as it doesn't look Arlington. like a Menards, we'll, I'll live my life. But here's the thing: like we will, we will. But the Rangers also just won a world championship, and I bet you their fans don't give a damn what their stadium looks like anymore. And also, in fairness, even though the outside of Allegiant Stadium looks kind of dumb because it looks like a room, but the inside of it is gorgeous. Very cool. I don't people think- are, I love people are already asking about the dimensions of the state. That stuff you're not going to learn today. Like they're not going to tell us that. Hey, center center field's four hundred five. We're not getting that. <laughs> We're not getting those answers today. I don't think. Depends on the ballpark. I, I, I mean, I'll make you a deal. I, if John Sherman comes today? on the show sometimes later in the week or the next couple of weeks. <laughs> if we get somebody on the show who's going to discuss specifically the same stuff, I'll ask him. I'll be like, hey, are we going to shorten this porch? Yeah, we're, we're going to start. We're going to start. Are we going to start hitting some homers here? Look, or what you want, I, Bobby? You go 50-50, right? <laughs> Let's get him a building he can crush 50 home runs at. Look, I, I, want a, uh, I want a smaller park from that standpoint, but also I don't want this BS left field being, you know, 75 feet short. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, you don't want, want the Cincinnati park. I don't want the Yankees park. You know, the I, Yankees I, park is a I thought joke. you were going to say the polo grounds, but that, that's well, like <laughs> another, that, that is another level of that's the opposite extreme. effect. That's, <laughs> that's where, extreme. That's where I'm at, Cody. It's like, yes, I, I would like the fences to be brought in down, down the road, but. I don't want it to be this like this specialty right field crap. We don't we don't need any of that. We're not we'll, that that's the conversation as we get much closer. I don't think they're uh, in depth having center field so, dimension conversations yet. I do see one more thing. I know before we're getting out, someone's like, "Hey, why is Kaufman like? Why is it the Kaufman's making the story about the concrete and yeah. the climate?" The Chiefs yeah. are here's here, here's the truth behind it. <laughs> the Royals make it seem more dire because they want out of their <laughs> building. <laughs> yeah. The Chiefs make it sound like they can protect it because they still want your money to fix it. The concrete is not, it's not as good as the Chiefs make it sound. It's not as bad as the Royals make it sound. Clark Hunt sat on this show last week at Radio Row and told us that significant things would need to be done on the guts of the stadium to make sure it could live as long as they wanted to live. That means concrete. You also still have an owner with the Chiefs who has extreme ties, family personal ties. To the building. To the building. John Sherman... While he's gone to games, I think he's always talked about the story. Is that Ewing Kaufman's son? Correct. I mean, that's, that's we're yeah. summing it up. That's that's a big part of it. 2.30 today. We're going to find out where this stadium officially is going, what Correct. it's going to look like. The Drive with CDOT up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.